0: Dagum. How's it going everybody? And welcome back to the Well Dagum Podcast, where by the end of the show, we hope to have you saying, <laughs> Well daggum, I learned something today. Thank you to everybody out there who tunes in through Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all the social media interweb locations we have out there who like and follow and comment and subscribe. Uh, we appreciate you doing that. And if you're not a part, get out there on Well Gun Podcast on Facebook, at Well Dadgum Pod on Instagram and Twitter, and check us out. Follow us. Uh, we don't post too much to make it annoying, but we post just enough to keep you informed on what we're doing. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuned in last episode, or who listened in on last episode, Chatterbox, with our good friend Dexter Chapman. Uh, this is going to be part two of that uh, conversation that we got to have together. So if I left you on a good little cliffhanger, hopefully this will bring it right back around to finish up where we left off. Um, if you have any comments or anything you'd like to say about it, uh, message into us, comment into us. We'd love to hear your feedback. Uh, but other than that, I hope you can enjoy the rest of our conversation. So here
1: we go. All right. So yes. Yeah, so COVID nineteen. Man. So like first of all, I, I guess, like, regardless of what people's opinion is as far as, like, conspiracy theory or not, right, I th- this is a real disease, yeah. right? You don't have to be a genius to know. I mean, you, you look at the molecular compound buildup of the – I mean, I first of all, I wanted to be a cardiologist when I was young, so I was right. fascinated with biochemistry. Yeah. Um, you know, and just and infectious disease was just like a small portion of that. But I, I, the infectious disease is crazy, by the way. Oh, yeah. Like, if I was, if I lived near you, like I would be asking your wife so many questions <laughs> all the time.
0: Well, that's what I tell but people I, through the podcast. Feel free to message us with any personal question anytime.
1: I, well, I, I definitely will. So, <laughs> well, here's my understanding of, of infectious disease, right? So it's a preemptive role so it's not responsive you're right. you're you're essentially trying to figure out what's going to happen before it happens right but that's the premise so i get that right yeah. so so it doesn't surprise me like people are like oh yeah you know bill gates and stuff he knew this was coming like how did he know everybody knew everybody with with any kind of like education around this knew that this was going to happen
0: right yeah, one day
1: Right. One day. No, they were just waiting for it.
0: Not, right? not that COVID-19 would happen, but that there would be a pandemic-style right. outbreak of some sort.
1: Right. Yeah. It was a little peculiar to me how accurate... Um, I watched a documentary on... Um, uh, I can't remember what it was called now. Um, it's maybe called Outbreak or something like that, where they talked about like... And, and it was very accurate as, as to what type of um, disease virus indeed. it would be. Right, yeah. Right? You know, that it would be a virus that may come from animals and that it would be, you know, one that would mutate and affect our lungs and those kind of things. So, so when I look at these, whenever I look at these kind of things, like I try to completely take like any kind, or at least I'm, I'm getting to this point, right? To try to take any theory out of it, right? Yeah. The the questions that I have around this are, the problems that I have, I guess, that surround this are, Why? are patents for viruses uh even a even in place yeah. so not not necessarily the patents for the for the vaccinations right i understand pharma is a is a competitive in, in you know environment everybody's trying to create the next vaccination medicine costs money to create you need medicine and you need support to create so the sort of that so vaccination patents they don't they don't frustrate me, right. right? I get it. My frustration is why the disease compounds are patented. And that's something that I've learned during this COVID
0: yeah. thing,
1: because I didn't know that. You know, so I start to look into this and um I'm not anti vax right? I, I I'm anti force people to vaccinate their children. Those right. are two different things. Right? Anti-vaxxers want to tell the world that vaccinations are bad. People like me just want to say, I think the parents should de- decide, right? You no, know? I kind of feel the same way about a woman's choice, right? Yeah, there, there's a lot of grey areas, right? And I'm not going to be the one to, you know, I know what I would do if it was me, yeah. But at the end of the day, you you rely on the morality and, and the and the feelings of the person that's making the decision. So that's where I'm at with that. Yeah, kind of a liberal pr- approach. So. So with the vaccination piece, like the concerns that I have are the universal ingredients. Um, you know, there's been no retraction or denial of some of the random ingredients yeah. in those. Right? There's also been no explanation as to why. So that that to me, like, why are there very high numbers of mercury? The only thing I've ever heard is that mercury helps the um, the virus to stick yeah right just things like that that to me like can there not be another replacement like yeah other than mercury you know we can't eat well hang on we can't eat, we can't eat two cans of tuna in one day <laughs> but we can have four shots that contain 12 <laughs> cans of tunas mercury you know so i think for me like i question everything right i'm, a, yeah. I'm a nerd. Like, i i'm in bed like i am you know i'm a I, I read a lot and I, I study a lot and, and um, I try to develop my own opinion on things. Yeah. And I, I will say this too. I I take even advice from like the most. I can hear my baby's crying. I can hear
0: my dog that. going nuts too. It's <laughs> driving me crazy. I'm even like. He, I know.
1: Even the most um, professional people, like, they could be wrong. Right. You know? Um, so I try to. So, I'm sorry. About it's that. all good. It's all good. Yeah. Um. My kids getting a vaccination back now. <laughs> <can> hear it. <laughs> so I try to challenge fun. everything that I'm I'm fed. That's the main thing, yeah. right? And not just challenge it, but then then follow up with like research. Yeah. So the thing that I'm on right now is I'm, it does not surprise me that we anticipate the vi- virus coming. What surprises me is that it can be monetized in the way that it's been monetized. So I, I researched the patents and i did find that the biggest donors for the private corporations which actually um, you can get profit from right i mean yeah. that's what i do i'm in investments so right anything that's anything that's private and anything that's like can be invested in can essentially you can get a return yeah so two questions i have why why do foundations like the bill gates uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the Who and uh, there's a number of foundations. Why are they so involved with these private organisations that are tied into vaccinations and, in particular, this vaccination? Yeah. So the timing is really strange for me. Like, I looked at the timing and like the approval for the vaccination patent was November 2019. Right. Like, that's a little strange for me.
0: That they, they jumped on the bandwagon so quickly. Well, and yeah. and that comes into insider information and just like all those senators that pulled their funding out of certain things in the stock market when they heard yeah. that there was a pandemic-type type thing coming. And they were yeah. like, oh, crap. So because our government leaders and stuff have more information than we do about things that are oncoming or ongoing so that they can make best decisions for their community uh, or the thing that they govern over – and so, so I get possibly a part of that, and you know, people with big money are trying to invest into this thing because they're like, "Well, this is going to be a thing that will possibly be mandatory, and so it's going to be an investment that will, you know, yeah. yield profit." So, yeah. and yeah. and that's how people with big money think a lot of times is like, "Well, this is going to be something that will happen," and right. and so well, anytime,
1: anytime, so you know, again, this is this is like my area of. Uh, expertise in investments not expertise but like this is what I do
0: it's what you deal um, with every day
1: and there's there's folks that are way more advanced than than me in this area way 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 more so but here's my understanding right when a normal person like you or I look at uh, 401ks or any investments that we have and the stock market looks like it might crash we're Hmm. thinking oh crap what can i sell how can i get out of it what can i do we're making quick knee-jerk reactions to try and save what we have because that's all we have yeah now the rich and the corporations and stuff like that they look at this volatility as an area of opportunity yeah so if you create fear and chaos and confusion via you know streams like the media and social media and stuff like that You're essentially creating volatility. Yeah. And then if you put a mandatory fix at the end of it, you'll then you know that you've got a a return on your investment. Yeah. So that's like me saying we're going to shut everything down. No one's going to do anything. Yeah. It plummets. Right. Buy, 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 buy. I'm buying absolutely everything. It's called bottom feeding.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm going to wait till the vaccination comes back. The business is going to open up. Guess what's going to happen? everything's going to rise yeah it can't drop lower right the ones that fail fail and and that's it you know you've still got your others that so for me from a completely economic and um that's where my questions are raised i i so i was traveling when this when it hit the fan like i unfortunately had to go home for a funeral um and uh it was unexpected And my wife asked me to take my son so she wasn't stuck with both kids (laughs) during a move, which I get. Yeah. During a move and and with the possibility of a pandemic hitting. (laughs) So, right when we were there, I mean, I may even go as far as saying, like, my nan's funeral may have been the last funeral that didn't have a restriction on how many people could be there. Yeah. It was that close. Hit, Hit us with all the restrictions while we were there, had to change our flights get on the, you know, get, get get, to Heathrow in London early, get to Northern Ireland, get questioned by TSA. They yeah. start to question whether this is my son. Luckily, oh. they asked my four-year-old son, who is this man? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Can you? I'm thinking, <laughs> please don't say something
0: That's stupid. terrifying. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's the poo-poo man. <laughs> what do you mean, oh, the yeah. poo-poo man? <laughs> you're
1: the poo-poo man? Okay, so you're not his dad? Okay, yeah, we're going to take you. you. You know, you just, I mean, like, I get it. Like during these crazy times, like these, the sex trafficking and stuff is, and the child trafficking is crazy. So I, I'm, I'm glad they're doing that. They're, they're doing their due diligence, but yeah. man was that scary. They, they said, can we take him into a separate room to question him? And I had been really cool until that point. And then yeah. I was like, I was like, hell no, like, yeah. you're not taking my son away from me. Right. And that's when I think they realized like, okay, yeah, he's his dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That
0: was the test you passed. <laughs> right. And
1: it was so random. It was like, man, yeah. this has to be just a random like, so what happened was actually I never knew this could happen was my fingerprints matched a violent criminal oh wow <laughs> they said have you ever been arrested and I was like no I've not, I've not been arrested and they were like have you ever been in trouble with the police and I was like well that's a loaded question <laughs> <laughs> I was like I you know I was a bit wild as a kid but yeah. I was like but never been arrested yeah. and they were like yeah your fingerprints match criminals that's that's on the loose and nice. I was like well I said, I don't know what to tell you. Like, uh, yeah. do you want to run him again? Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. I, I don't know. <laughs> right.
1: So I don't know if it was just like they just they were just testing me because they saw all this you well, know, weird yeah. fucking guy with a four year old nut job.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, and you have an accent and he doesn't.
1: <laughs> right. Well, he yeah. He
0: I don't know. Oh gosh. Yeah, know. this is my dad right here. <laughs> yeah. He's we call him our
1: little Brit Billy.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I oh, noticed that when night. he came in and said, hey, it, it sounded yeah. a little...
1: <laughs> so he's half, it, it, it's funny, he's one one-third Kentucky, one-third English, one-third Irish, and we don't know why he's Irish. <laughs> but, but good morning is, uh, you know, good morning, and <laughs> horse is harsey.
0: Mom, can we have some potatoes?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, it's, it's poor kid. I mean, I, mean, I hope he's... I hope he's going to be as big as I say is because mm. he's going to get some stick for his. Oh you
0: know. yeah. Might as well name him Sue. He's going to have to learn how to fight. With... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But going back to the
1: COVID. I, I, so here's my thing. I think like, I'm not all about like, you know, our freedoms and our liberties are being taken from us. Like, I think like realistically what's happening is people don't have a clue, right? Yeah. That there, there's so much conflicting information. Yeah. What I do know is this people are monetizing this and that's not right. So, you know, like, uh, the Bill and Melinda Gates found it. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what, what, like, I try to think about this. Like it must just be an investment for him. Right. Yeah. Why on earth? Cause there's rumors that his kids aren't even vaccinated. Right. But like, there's actual like evidence where like their doc, their doctor said, yeah, no, they wouldn't vaccinate their kids. Right. Their actual doctor came out and did <laughs> that. And like, you know, so things like that for me are like, like, so why the push on this and there's all sorts of stories about bill gates and like india and polio and stuff like that and again like i try to read this stuff with, and take it with a pinch of salt but i think for me the thing is like you have to question why why something so um important is being monetized yeah. you know when, when when we're being used as lab rats right. that's a concern you know uh, your wife would know like typically a vaccination what would take eighteen months something like that yeah
0: yeah it takes quite from, a while
1: from ground up right you know and we're supposed to believe that all of a sudden we can do it in three months right i don't believe it right I well in... I, I think I think based on the patents that i've and i, I mean i've even written down the numbers the patent numbers is like this is something I've researched yeah um, based on the patents and who owns the patents and the dates of the patents and when the mergers and acquisitions have taken place. I truly believe that um, this may have been created by, I don't want to say by accident, but like in an attempt to create a virus. I don't want to say it was released on purpose because I don't know that. I would be speculating. It may have been released on accident. I do believe that Wuhan was involved. I think that it would be far too much of a um, coincidence if... uh, if we were to say that the Wuhan lab had nothing to do with it, I mean, right. they, they admitted that they tested corona bats there. Yeah. And we're to say, okay, yeah, but they still have nothing to do with the corona bat that was eaten at some wet bar. Yeah. That part I don't get.
0: Like, I'm, I'm just not buying that. There, there's so much flooding of information right now uh, that yeah. I, I choose not to dive into it because I've got people from back home that are super conspiracy theorists about not only is the vaccine, all this other stuff, but then, like, Bill Gates is a pedophile and, and John or, uh, Tom Hanks is in a pedophile ring of the pizza Gate, And so I oh, can yeah, see no, it go... No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I can I mean, see it go so far one way and so far the other. And, yeah. and I can tell you have your information and you've actually looked into it. So I, I'm enjoying your conversation about it. But it's when it starts going so far one direction yeah. of like. Uh, I, I have know. to
1: check myself too, Josh. You know I mean? Like <laughs> there is so much information. You can easily, you know, I was reading the, the uh, when I was reading into the, the, the patents, like I was reading it and these News stories are coming out, Right. and one one of the other issues I have with media is that nowadays a media outlet can publish something knowing that it's completely false. Yeah, and the next day they don't even have to apologize; they can just take it away. Right, but they still have made money from the clickbait. Oh yeah, the, fine, the fines don't even every like,
0: every uh, click even come close. right every yeah. click is some a little bit of money coming into the pocket, and so right. and, yeah. and that's and that's the it's same way. That's the same way that people word things of like this nurse that actually had COVID. Uh, she was like, "Well, I work in the hospital industry and I'm I'm doing all the stuff I've got to do." And this wasn't even the news. This wasn't even from a news source. It was just this woman's post. She's like, "I had yeah. this. I had a breakout and it was like a rash. I didn't even have a cough. I didn't even have a fever, but I had COVID and it just chose to come out this way." and she was like no i work in a hospital but i do everything i'm supposed to do as far as keeping clean and stuff but i do get a lot of packages so i don't know where it might have came from and i looked at that and i was like wait a second i looked at her facebook page saw what she did for a living she's a respiratory therapist nurse so she's dealing with people that have that that's their main thing is their breathing problem she's dealing she's like one of the first hand people that could possibly catch it yet she had to put in there i do get a lot of packages and I yeah. was like, you putting that in there now makes everyone think that they've got to burn the box that's sitting on their porch. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I wish I could read out. I can't because it's on my phone and I'm on the phone with you now. I just posted about this. Um, and uh, it's an interesting post. If you're want, if you listening and you do want to follow me, Dex <laughs> Michael Chapman. Because I'll, I'll what tag you in to all of do it. Now so. on my status is, is oh, stat status, status. <laughs>
0: We're we're not big on punctuation here, so it's okay.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) What I've started to do now is actually at the start of my um, posts um, is say, this post is an opinion or this post is a fact. So what I just did was I actually just posted a post and I said, this post is facts. Yeah. And I just posted um, the patent numbers, the links, the dates, the buyout dates, the owners that kind of thing right yeah. just to show people and i, I did have a, a really good friend um i kind of jumped on him i had to apologize he, he said are you insinuating are you insinuating that bill Gates-? and i said i'm not insinuating anything i'm laying out the facts take take a look yeah you develop your own opinion on it right that's where i'm at in my life right? i yeah. have to challenge things because that's how i want my children to be yeah you know i i you know we teach it's funny cause we teach our children to challenge things like that. Right. Yeah. You know, which nowadays we're like, you know, we want our children to, you know, a teacher wants to hug them or something like, you know, they need to challenge those things. Yeah. But as adults, we shouldn't be doing that when it's the government. To me, that's kind of like, I feel like we should always, always challenge what we're being told to do. Yeah. Right. Otherwise we're going to have another situation where someone's just going to say, Oh, you know, um, the Jews are taking over the country, just let's go get them and put them all, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. what happens, yeah. Like, that's the, that's how things
0: lead everything. up, yeah. It leads up to the stuff like that. It doesn't yeah. seem like it, and it seems a little ridiculous, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Things,
1: but I, I, I do think so. I, I, what I think with COVID is, I think it's a real virus. I think we should heed the advice that we're given. I think that there are elements to um, the stay at home portion that might weaken our immune system but i think that's probably the better risk to take until we know the true impacts of the virus yeah i think the virus does affect people who have immune deficiency um predominantly and there's not a lot of research to show it's really hurting other folks at this point right but i also know i also know that viruses can mutate yeah and i also know that you know there's some studies coming out right now saying that that um this is showing up in people a second time, which is really interesting. Yeah. The, the areas of speculation I have is, um, you know, I haven't taken the flu shot in, in nine years. The last time I got a flu was nine years ago. Yeah. I don't think those are coincidences, but that's just me personally. Everybody's different. Yeah. I used um, to never
0: get flu shots and I would get it every other, every other year. But since we've had kids, I've taken a flu shot every year just so that I don't take the chance of possibly yeah. giving it to them. And I had the flu. Yeah, <laughs> like, so everybody's there, different, yeah, right? and everybody's body is different. Yeah, and, um, everyone from back home I know is always like, every time I got it, I caught the flu, and it's like you probably had the flu before you took it. But okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. My situation was it was nine nine years ago. I was in college, obviously nine years ago, and uh, it was freshman year I, I think or, or sophomore year, and uh, I took the flu shot, and I hadn't had it since I'd been in England. Yeah, because like, I mean I I just didn't see it up didn't need to see a doctor, so i I somehow was allowed to get it like some a free one or something and um took it and then like two months later had the worst blue i ever had wow and then the next year had and i this is not related but got um uh what's it called mono oh. which will about which will about kill you by oh the way. yeah yeah i'd I take covid right now over mono <laughs> again, just so you know i was in like a four-day freaking coma for, for mono no, that, that, looking... that, that was crazy but yeah, that's that, that's where i'm at and i think like the other thing to to that i that i would tell people is like like you have to think about this universally this isn't just affecting America this isn't just American politics if it is politi- if it is political it's not just American politics right um, this is global um, so it's a really it's a really confusing time right now you yeah. know, like I'm part of a huge company that made some really big cuts last year at the end of last year and I wonder why. And yeah. I kind of think to myself,
0: maybe they <laughs> knew this maybe, was coming. They had an inkling. Yeah. You know? Well, in investments, I mean, hey. <laughs> well, I mean, that's,
1: that's exactly. Exactly. And you
0: know what and I, mean? I have a friend that was uh, gave me his because everybody has a theory right now and uh, he gave me yeah. his theory and I was like aren't we in so much debt like we said before like in a, as america we're in so much debt yet we're just giving money to people i don't understand how we can do this and we're in this you know recession of sorts or going to be and uh, he was like i think we're doing all this and we're borrowing money from china and then we're just like trying to blame china for it and then be like we're going to go to war with china and then we're just going to cancel out all that debt we have with you guys. <laughs> you know, you know.
1: Uh, I listen to um, NPR radio. Yeah. Right. Um, because it's a good balance of. I feel like I, I try to listen to multiple news streams. Yeah. So I I'm not like because that's the by the way that's the biggest problem right there is the media. Oh, I, yeah. I just say that right at the bat, right yeah. off the bat. That's my biggest fight. Right there. <laughs> right. Um. But um, you know, I think like when I was listening to NPR the other day, they were talking about like, they were talking about like another cold war. Yeah. And first of all, that's terrifying because China should not be taken lightly. Right. Right. I mean, it doesn't matter how amazing we think America is. China is huge and very populated and, um, they are technologically advanced. They actually, they actually, the story that I listened to, um, I'm trying to remember the name of, um, name the, the, the terminology they use so so what China has done for the last 10 to 15 years is, is play sleeper they've essentially said we're unable to help other countries uh, like America can because we're economically a third world country um, <laughs> it's called hide and hide and bide yeah. it's actually a political technique that countries use so they did that for a long time right around until you know during Clinton's time and during Bush's time, then right around Obama's time, they started to sort of play that card a little bit. When this new guy, this new president—I can't remember his name now—when he came in, they were kind of like, "Actually, we kind of tricked you. We're right there with you." <laughs> and um, this is NPR, right? This is right. NPR. Sentiment. This is a very left-wing, you know, liberal, democratic. And, and they had these folks talking about it. I mean, they, they were focused. That was their job. They were, like, political analysts, like, for the relationship with China and America. This yeah. is what they did. And they came clean and said, like, um, this was an issue yeah. that was taking place. And now we're in a position where we're just learning all this stuff, all of the capabilities of China. Yeah. And, yeah, you're right. Like, we owe them a lot of money. Wow. Um, and, you yeah, know, I feel like we're at a point where um, – a relationship tangle with them is like inevitable. Yeah, uh, which, is, which is terrifying. Oh yeah, um, to,
0: to think it, it, we're at this point in life and then we're still looking at having a, another war of some sort. You know what I mean? Like yeah. A, yeah. another. And and I think this would turn into almost a world war of sorts. Yeah. To yeah. to think that we're so advanced in technology and so advanced in in thought and in history that we've lived through. That we could actually go back to something like that and
1: right because it's been proxy wars since World mm. War Two right well since I would say since probably Vietnam i would, uh, that's probably more fair yeah it's been proxy wars right it's been we we don't have a problem with you but this country does and we're giving <laughs> weapons like
0: <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to you know, punch that... you but I'm going to hit Steve really hard <laughs> right right so
1: yeah it's it that's terrifying for me I I I think um. China's never gonna to admit to this. Yeah. Even if they even if all of the evidence pointed up. Like right. let's say even if it came out somebody saw it could be like so obvious. Let's yeah. say it came out that it was a deliberate biologically created which I don't think it is, by the way. I think I I think it was like a multi country plan to try and develop a vaccination. Yeah. Gone wrong. Gone wrong. Um that's that's speculation, of course. There's absolutely no evidence, <laughs> but like, I, I think it, even if it did come out, yeah, right, China would never admit to it. No, because you can't put a price on the lives lost.
0: Well, that's and that's all these other countries that are dictatorships, in a sense, too. It's like, well, their numbers aren't very high. And it's like because they're not telling you.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. So that, so that's the <laughs> other thing I am really, um, you know, concerned about is that all of these stories about, well in the uk my family keeps saying oh well the, the, you know the numbers aren't even close to being right i'm like yeah i know it's crazy and they're like yeah we i, I think there's a lot more and i'm like wait you think there's a lot more no like, yeah we think there's a lot more deaths and and i'm like i think the opposite like i yeah. think people are chalking it up to covid and it's not yeah and it's crazy to see the contrast in like my opinion with, with theirs yeah I mean, again it's the media right what right. we're allowed what we're allowed to see. Right. Um, but I've spoken to a couple of nurses and doctors that have just straight up said, they're making us put COVID. I'm like, why? Because there's a possibility they could have had it. Right. The, 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 you know,
0: well, the, and that the that gets in, similar. Well, that,
1: bronchitis and pneumonia. Yeah.
0: And that gets into the pitch that the hospital's making more money by having COVID cases, which there's so much back and forth. Uh, if you follow my wife uh, through Facebook and whatnot, yeah, you'll find that she posts stuff about this all the time. It drives her crazy because she, she knows how to look through the CDC as opposed to somebody looking and reading whatever they've posted recently. She knows how to look through it and find what she's looking for specifically. So every time somebody has a post, even today she was posting with someone about stuff and kind of having not so much an argument, but just a back and forth about, hey, yeah. this is misinformation. Because usually everybody sees a headline and they're like, oh, this is what I thought. And it's like, well, look into it a little bit more. Don't just say yeah. that guy says he's a doctor. Oh, wait, he's got a PhD in psychology. Oh, but he's got information on <laughs> disease. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, that doesn't seem to add up. And, and people jump on that so quickly and stuff. So,
1: but she oh, posted. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I, <laughs> <laughs> we all are. I, I shared pandemic, like, yeah, <laughs> because it was so. But it, but it was so um compelling, dramatic. Yeah. And and they get you because this this it gets deleted, so you want to get out quick. But like, here's the thing with the pandemic: like, there's a motive, right? She has a motive. There's beef between her and like, you know, I see that. Like, yeah. But it still, for me, doesn't. There's still some areas, even if you take that element out of it, like there's still some areas that don't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Very very strange. But and and we've, we've never seen anything like this, so. right?
0: Well, and and it's all in the same aspect of like, they're going to try to, they're trying to get you to see what you want to see. That's just like Joe Exotic's husband with no teeth in his head. They shot a whole different segment when he had teeth to where he could look like a normal human being, but no, they chose to be like, Hey, take your shirt off. Hey, we're going to shoot you with three teeth in your mouth because that's going to be better TV and people love it. Of course, (laughs) because it's what they want to see.
1: What sells?
0: What makes yeah. money? Yeah, and, and that works. That works on the big scale as a little as well as just even Tiger King. It works all right. throughout that. So if you give something that's outrageous, people are going to grasp onto that. They're gonna they're gonna run with it, and 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 yeah. that's where my wife comes into play. Of where she's like, okay, give me a second to disprove what you're saying, and not in a mean way, but I'm going to give you some facts. <laughs>
1: Yeah. What just is your sure. wife doing right now in her role? Is she related? Have they switched to COVID? Is everything about COVID for her right now? Or are they, is she just doing what she was doing before? No,
0: she's taking care of COVID, but that's just an added thing onto her normal daily routine. Um, yeah. So she she uh, suits up the way she needs to. Yeah, she took it uh, As soon as it started happening, she took it serious and she used all the PPE that she could when she would see a patient. And when she would get home, she was like, all right, I'm going to go get a shower. uh mm-hmm the scrubs I used for this are going to be in the basement so we can wash them later. And you know, she took it very serious and she still does now, but she still has her daily regular things. And she's never had an opinion that it's higher on one end, lower on the other. She's looking at the facts and being like, yeah, we have this many cases. She's never been told by anyone to say, Hey, try to, try to mark as many as you can COVID. She's never had anyone approach her that way. We've taken a cut in pay. We've not gotten more money. So, like, that's where she kill, gets killed by it. They're like, oh, Big Pharma's paying you to say this. And it's like, we've not seen a dime from Big Pharma. <laughs> and, and so all that little stuff, you know, that's where she's just like, okay, I don't know where you're getting your information from, but, like, from me being where I am, she's like, that's none of that is happening. Like, it's all, hey, we have a disease. Hey, let's figure out what to do. We'll treat it as it comes, you know, and... She was she was on staff when the uh, the first four cases in Ohio in Cincinnati area Westchester area she was yeah. she was seeing those patients as that the test came back you know she didn't say mm, I think you have this it it was they sent a test off because it it was the guidelines of like oh they have these different things let's check them it, yeah you know it's it's not as dramatic. As far as like being a, a movie at work, you know what I mean. It's not Dennis Hoffman coming in. Oh, I think I know what's going on. <laughs> right, right, you right. know. And, and it, what it's, does she
1: think? What does she think about the um, approach that Sweden's taken?
0: Uh, she's not had an opinion towards me uh, about Sweden, so that's something I could I could ear about it later. Uh, all the like I said, all these questions. Send me a message about them. I can filter yeah. through them and get you yeah, some info. I mean,
1: I mean like i have a real interest in like the in like the immune build-up right i mean so yeah um like the herd they're, mentality
0: they're doing the herd, herd mentality herd approach right well um, she doesn't think that's a good idea now not to say what sweden but it's a huge risk right that that's her biggest thing is quality yeah, of okay. life or not quality of life but having life <laughs> <laughs> like, she doesn't want to see people die. She has a heart for people. That's why she went into like medical field to save people and to help people. And so the herd mentality is a dangerous mentality. For the right. exact same thing, the news has always said, if a lot of people get it at once, we're not going to be able to take care of those people. Right. Right. and Resorts. then it, yeah right. it's going to overflow fast well, pandemic versus fast pandemic right so right. the whole idea of herd mentality is kind of a dangerous thing and that kind of goes along the same lines of vaccines it's like oh let's have a, a chickenpox party because once your kids get it they're not going to get it again it's like yeah but they could get really sick and possibly die from having it like yeah. And, and the same thing with flu vaccines. Some people will say, "Well, it was only fifty percent effective last flu season. Why would I take it?" I was like, "Because that's fifty percent closer of you not supposed to be getting it, <laughs> you know." But then you had a different situation, which is your different, you know, opinion about it because you got sick after having it. And but and that's where we go into too. Everything mutates. We don't really know. And a big thing that I always joke with her is she's practicing medicine. They don't they don't have a cure all of like, oh, it's this, you're taking this, it will fix it forever. Everybody's body's different. Some people smoke, some people lie about smoking, some people drink, some people do things to physically hurt themselves, just going to McDonald's every day. Everybody's built different, not one single medicine is gonna fix every single person. Because we're right. we're in this privileged land where we don't take care of ourselves, but yet we expect other people to do it for us. Right. <laughs> my blood right. pressure's high. Oh, I could start eating more salads and doing something about it, or I could just take this magic pill that's going to make my blood pressure go down. Yes, and exactly. So yeah. yeah. So to put any kind of I don't know any kind of chokehold on a doctor to be like, well, you're supposed to fix me. It's like, well, they're they're trying to do what they can do,
1: <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It's a really strange. Uh, It'll be really interesting to see. Uh, did I lose you? Uh, sorry. No, sorry. Uh, It'll be really interesting to see how things, um, you know, because we've, you know, we've been wearing our masks and our gloves when we go out. Um, we've quarantined for the most part. We have a small circle that we have been around, yeah. you know, because we know that they're quarantining too, right? So, right, yeah. God, that makes sense. Um, I think if everybody did that, then it would have slowed down a lot more. Um but at the same time, you know, like I, 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 have this thing in the back of my head, like I, you know, I don't want my immune system to completely just shut down. So right. I'm, 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 I'm taking my vitamins like crazy. Um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to eat a little bit better. i because I'm asthmatic and I do have high blood pressure. I don't medicate for those things. Right. I, I, try to eat right to, to get them right. It's just stress related with my job. Yeah. And, um, you know, so, so, technically, I'm, one of the a high-risk candidate. So for me, you know, for me, I don't want to get it because I, I got my wife and kids to, to provide about, for. Yeah. Right? I don't want to leave them behind because of my ignorance.
0: Yeah. Um, well, and and it feels like so many of us in America, or just in general, so many of us, when we don't have to, a person that's died from it, we can have so many strong opinions.
1: Yeah and, and, and I do know yeah I I have a friend in the UK I mean she was terminally ill of cancer she but she died of coronavirus. Right. And um you know um, one of the most wonderful women it, it was my mum's best friend. Yeah. Um you know we knew she was going to pass um but she said she you know, she said if I get it I get it. Um, yeah. She was like but if I get the cold or the flu right now that it could It be could it. do me in too, yeah. Um yeah I mean she went in on a Monday and I think passed on the Wednesday. Yeah. I mean, it was it was very sad. Um but the crazy thing is, I almost went to see her that like the weekend before I left, right. and I just think to myself, you know, I don't know if my son has any underlying issues or anything right now. Yeah, um, you know, we could have caught it and then right. brought it back here. Um, so, you know, little things like that. But yeah, it's crazy. I
0: it, mean, it's it's all an unknown, and we need to try to do the best we can do as far as like I normally would be on the conspiracy end of it and stuff like that until I met my wife of course, and she's given me more knowledge. And for me, I wear a mask. Like if I'm going out to the post office, I'll throw on a mask and keep some hand sanitizer in the car, squirt a little bit when I get back in and wash my hands when I get home. I mean, those are simple little things we can do. And now I feel, I feel for all the folks that don't have work right now. I hate it. I can't imagine what some people are going through that nobody knows about right now. And I do contact friends and stuff like that that I know could be in a tight situation to be like, hey, if you do need something, let me know. Like, <laughs> I can't do a lot, but I will do what I can. And, and our church is like, they're doing a food pantry every week on Saturdays now to where they're they're making up box meals and they're all in their PPE and they're handing them out, putting them in trunks of cars and saying, see ya. But every every week on Saturdays, they've been doing that. And I'm, I'm so, I'm excited about that, but I'm I'm almost... Not too afraid, but I've been quarantining so good that I'm like I don't know that I want to go volunteer. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <clears throat> young kids, you just yeah. yeah. No, I'm I, the one. The one thing that has has been nice, I think, is the, there's been a little bit of restoration in, in, you know my faith for humanity. Yeah. And like in in I've seen like a lot of neighborly love and um you know we're missing people and stuff like now you know like we don't usually see we don't get to see like that, that's that's nice so we're so distracted and distant from social media now and yeah. uh when you're left with just social media you're like oh this kind of sucks like <laughs> everybody's so hateful like i actually so when you do go out and see people like i'm getting head nods and smiles and yeah I wouldn't usually get. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I I found that a lot more. I'm a very friendly person and living closer to the city. I don't get that a lot. And it it was hard to deal with for a long time. And now people are going out of their way to say something to say hi. And and it's like, that's very encouraging to know that people can still do that.
1: (laughs) And you need that, right? Your soul needs that. That interaction is is huge.
0: My my favorite video so far was a guy wearing a, a red bandana and, uh, He walked by, and this woman was wearing a red bandana over her face. And he's like, "What's up, blood?" And she was like, "Oh, hey, how's it going there?" And he was referring to the bloods and the crows. And he he's throwing a gang sign at her, and she's like, "Oh, yeah, well, it's nice to see you. Have a great day." He's like, "Man, it's COVID's been the best thing ever, tearing down walls." (laughs) <laughs> that's great yeah
1: And it'll be interesting to see how we we evolve from this too you know yeah. like some people will predict a revolution personally i think that we're we're so fickle as humanity i think what will happen is like they'll lift the ban, you know the numbers will spike a little bit and then they'll die off yeah. maybe a vaccination will come out maybe it won't we'll see and then i think what will happen is like we'll forget yeah you know we'll just go right back to what we were doing yeah. and um you know and and there's a there's a there's a beauty to it to the ignorance but also there's like a that's like a microcosm of like how um fickle humans are like yeah. i mean you know and i think for me um i'm less worried about like our freedoms being taken away as far as like having to wear a mask and stuff, yeah. as I am, our freedoms when it comes to the vaccination. Like yeah. I think, as if my, if I'm forced to make my kids vaccinate to go to school, yeah. that's where I have a problem. Yeah. Right. that's where I, uh, you know, it's I don't feel like I should be told what to put in my child's body. Right, especially when they can't all be answered for. So yeah, yeah, that's um, I don't know, but uh, uh, I'll
0: leave and- you. I'll leave you with this. Look up uh, the University of Pennsylvania Medical Center. Start okay. start digging into them a little bit. That's something that I've just started digging into here recently. Uh some uh there's some I don't know if there's some fake news stuff going on about it, but there's some interesting things going on there. But check out the University of Pennsylvania Medical Center. There's some uh there's some yeah. interesting things there. So <laughs> I'll leave you with that. I'll leave yeah. you with that on the conspiracy part of things and uh yeah. see see what you yeah. find there. But other than that, uh this is probably gonna be a two part episode and this will probably be the second part of it and uh, sorry i'm a child Uh, it's all good man it's all good i'll work on it this week to try to get it pieced together and uh make sure we have a good good couple episodes out of it (laughs) but uh other than that i really appreciate you being on the show man yeah man yeah hey we'll
1: we'll, we'll do it again we'll talk more about culture less about covid i guess that was just the topic i'm uh, I'm glad you got
0: i'm glad you got it all off your chest or most of it anyway yeah Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely Yeah, we'll we'll get together again, and, and uh, you know, there's so much to chat about. My it's, it's uh, you know my love for America coming from England. I mean, I could go on and on and on. So <laughs> we'll, we'll get together again.
0: Sure enough, man. Well, I sure appreciate your time, and thanks for being on the show, dude.
1: All right, thanks, Josh. We'll Good see to speak to you, man.